TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Hall of Fame game this past weekend. A couple of Jets inducted into the Hall of Fame. It was a, uh, a, fun, a very fun weekend for Jets fans. And to talk about it, talk about training camp, we bring in Zach Rosenblatt from The Athletic, covers the Jets. Hey, Zach, how are you? I'm great. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Um, let's start off with uh, what was it like in Canton, Ohio, and, you know, for Jets fans, and, and some of the highlights and the vibe there in inducting um, two of the franchise greats into the Hall of Fame? Yeah. You know, there was a lot of Jets fans there, even like for the the Hall of Fame game. There was a there was a surprising amount of Jets fans. I thought, considering it was a meaningless preseason game, but <laughs> it was a cool trip for everybody. And you know, big weekend for the Jets. It's pretty rare that any team gets two Hall of Famers in, especially the Jets. You know, who, you know, I, it, it's been a little bit since they had another Hall of Famer. So it was it was definitely a cool cool vibe. And Joe Flacco in particular, you know, was a long time coming for him. So I think that really resonated with a lot of Jets fans. And. Before we get to the game, and we'll talk about that in training camp and all of um, all of that, for Jets fans who, as you say, this is a franchise that's been a long time coming, and optimism and Jets fans don't always go together. For Jets fans who just want their their daily fix of Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, um, what was uh, I, I'm reading online and and reading some reports? It seemed like Aaron Rodgers had a uh, a strong day at training camp today. Um, what can you tell us about uh, Aaron Rodgers and how he looked today? Yeah, yeah, I think the biggest thing you're seeing him just the receivers having more comfort and understanding of how he operates, and you know. A lot of guys have described it as it's complicated. You have to learn a lot, and you have to be always on your toes. And there's the hand signals, and there's him changing things at the line, and there's the way he, he says things, and, you know, it's hard to count and all that stuff. So it's been a lot of adjustment. I think you're seeing some guys really kind of get into a groove with them now. The tight ends in particular, Tyler Conklin, T.J. Uzama, Nicole um, Hardman, you're seeing build some chemistry. Garrett Wilson was before he got hurt. So I think the biggest thing is you're seeing, you know, the timing between him and the receivers is starting to connect a little more and more. And from the beginning, his accuracy has always been on point, and just it, it is really fun to watch him in the in the like the short and intermediate areas of the field where he can just laser it in there, and he can fit it into a tight window, and he puts it in a place where the corner usually can't get it, other than when Sauce intercepts him at the end of practice. <laughs> yeah, I saw a replay of that, and that looked like um, Sauce doing things. Uh, just a special player in already going into his second year, and you can make a case maybe the best cornerback in the league um and we're all and interesting 
on a weekend when Darrell Rivas got inducted into the Hall of Fame, are we seeing the beginning? You don't want to put that kind of pressure on someone, but it feels like we are on that trajectory maybe with Sauce Gardner. Um, all right, so the quarterback theme, we talked a little bit there about Aaron Rodgers, and we'll get into you know receivers and some of the battles and all of that in a moment, but the Hall of Fame game, so the, the score doesn't matter. The the Jets lose 21-16 to 16 against the Cleveland Browns. Um, obviously, Aaron Rodgers will be in bubble wrap. He's not going to see preseason, I don't think, but Zach Wilson does play what did you like that you saw out of Zach Wilson, and what does he still need to work on? Yeah, you know, you know ultimately, if you just look at the pure, you know, throws, it, it wasn't a great day. But I, you know, he had a couple of pretty inaccurate throws. He slipped and fell when he was trying to scramble. But I think the 57-yard pass that he had to Malik Taylor was, you know, a sign of positivity, like something to build on. I think it's still early, and I still need to see him play play well when it. Things matter a little bit more. Maybe the, the defense he's going against in the next coming weeks in preseason, like those those teams will probably play more of their better players. Um, so I see you see more of it. But there was a, that was a really good time because it was a quick read. You know, he saw him breaking free. He threw it perfectly that in stride, and you didn't really see that much last year. And I think he had a good practice today too. So I, uh, you know, you, need, you want to see positive steps. You, you're, you're basically starting from square one, which is an ideal for a quarterback in his third year. But um, you're starting from square one, and so I think you look for the positive signs and. If he's starting to make better decisions, I think that's the first step. And then if you can combine making better decisions with making good throws, then, then you, maybe you have something. But so day-by-day thing with him. And I, I, th- I personally saw signs of progress in the last couple of days. Now, one player that certainly is under scrutiny is Makai Becton and the former first-round pick um, who – you know, whether it was going to be competing for a left tackle job or a right tackle job or whatever it is, um, what you know, he he took himself, I guess, out of the game. wasn't comfortable with um, how he was feeling. What are you seeing so far from Makai Becton, and what can Jets fans expect from him? Yeah, you know, honestly, I, I've been a little surprised by how slow the the ramp up has been for him. I I think maybe he wasn't as quite ready to coming off that knee injury as I thought he would be. You know, he's in, he, he lost a lot of weight, but I still think football shape is another thing. So I think he's really trying to work himself into football shape. And so I think that's a big reason why you haven't really seen him get any first team reps. Um, you know, he only played seven snaps. He was supposed to play 20 or 25, which isn't ideal because they want to get as, as good of a look of him as they can. But I, as, as of now, I just don't see him as an option as a starter for this team right now. Maybe, you know, if the preseason if things develop a little better than, Maybe he can become an option, but you know, I, 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 I just think there's still a lot between where he is now and where he needs to be in order to be a guy that you can put on the field in an NFL game. Another player that certainly Jets fans are interested in this the offensive line is an area I think that Jets fans have to be worried about with uh, with an older quarterback, but also one with as much talent as Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. You want to protect him, and uh, what about? The uh, the rookie center Joe Tipman. What did you see from him? What did the coaching staff see from him? How is he developing? And you know, is he potentially seeing the field, or is this um, Connor McGovern's position and no competition there? Yeah, you know, I think the Hall of Fame game was important for Joe because you know the, the Jets coaches are really making him earn the reps, and so he's mostly gotten thirteen reps throughout camp, and so the. You know, third team doesn't get as many reps in practice generally, so that's not as many reps. And, you know, he's not getting snaps with Zach Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. So 
he played most of the game on Thursday night, and he held up pretty well. I think that Robert Sala even said he was surprised by how, how well he held up. I don't think he gave up a single pressure, according to PFF. Uh, so I, I think, again, it's you know not quite the same as Makai, but it's, it's like going to be a process, and they're developing him into a player they, they can trust. And, you know, right now I, I don't see him as really competing with Connor McGovern. I think that's McGovern's job. Ultimately, I think Aaron Rodgers probably has some say in that because, you know, he, he wants somebody he can rely on and a veteran in front of him as opposed to a rookie still kind of learning the ropes. So I, I think the best-case scenario to start out the season would be Tipman as, like, the top backup on the interior. How confident are you in the Jets' offensive line and their ability to hold up and and keep Aaron Rodgers upright? I mean, based on what we've seen so far, I wouldn't say very confident. You know, Dwayne Brown hasn't even practiced yet, um, you know, and, and the, the tackles that have been playing are Billy Turner and Max Mitchell. I think it's been pretty bumpy in camp. So I'm, uh, I'm a little concerned. You know, Lincoln Thomas left practice today. Uh, they said he's going to be okay. But, yeah, you know, that offensive line was a problem last year. They had a lot of injury, bad luck. Um, but I, I think once Dwayne, if and when Dwayne Brown returns, I feel a little bit better about it. But, yeah, there's definitely some question marks still there. And that's, that's kind of going to be the thing that either, you know, catapults the team to, like, the playoffs in a run or if it's going to be the thing that holds them back. Talking to Zach Rosenblatt from The Athletic about the Jets. And um, what's the latest update on Brees Hall? How is the uh, how are the running backs in general looking? Um, whether that's, you know, Carter, um, Michael Carter and Zonovan, everybody. Uh, what's the latest update on, on the Jets running game? Yeah, you know, I, I, the Jets seem pretty confident that Brees will be back in week one. Based on what Salah said, it sounds like, it might be another week or two still before he's like fully returned to practice, but I think they feel good about where he's at. And then with the other running backs, I, I think Bam Knight has been the best running back in camp so far. Michael Carter shown some flashes, but you know his issue is he's not as explosive as these other guys. He doesn't go really north south as quickly. Um, they like him as a you know a pass catcher and a, and a leader, but I, I think ultimately he's been behind Bam Knight. And then Izzy Abanaconda kind of flashed some of that that burst and speed in that preseason game on the touchdown here, and I think that he's kind of like you know. A, a, a guy with the kind of skills like a Brees Hall, like a poor man's Brees Hall, that you can kind of develop and to be an option when, if and when Brees, you know, can't be, you know, fully a full go to start the season. So, looking at the wide receivers, put aside Garrett Wilson. I think, you know, assuming he's healthy, I think he is. Um, he's obviously wide receiver one and a potential star here. Um, especially when you think of the quarterback play last year, and now he steps up to Aaron Rodgers. Um, but the other guys, if we're talking about Alan, you know, Alan Lazard, McCole Hardman, uh, Randall Cobb, you know, the other guys, um, Jason Brownlee, Corey Davis, the other guys on this roster. Um, what's the kind of the pecking order and the chemistry? with Aaron Rodgers. We know he obviously has a history with the Alan Lazards and the Randall Cobbs, but how are things going in comparison to some of these other guys? Yeah, you know, I think he, he clearly is looking for Alan Lazard maybe more than anybody else, I would say, when, when we're out there in team drills. But I, I, he has, he's had a surprisingly good connection with Corey Davis. They made some plays together. And McCole Hardman is, is an ideal, you know, weapon for those short passes I was talking about earlier because you get the ball quickly to McCole Hardman and he's a fast as any receiver in the NFL, and he can turn on the Jets. So I, I, there has been really good chemistry building there, and I, I think that's a solid group with good depth. And, you know, Corey Davis was the one that I wasn't sure would be back, but as of now, they're sticking with him. So I think that's, yeah, that can be a really solid group for this team. And on the defensive side, um, 
you know, this is a defense that last year, you know, we felt like was incredibly talented and mostly hung, held back by their offense. Um, there weren't too many position battles. One that we've been watching, obviously, is, um, you know, is it safety opposite uh, Jordan Whitehead? And it seems like, uh, you know, is it safe to say that this is Tony Adams' job? What have you been seeing out of the safety uh, competition so far? Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. You know, I, I think that's been the biggest surprise of camp for me. I, I thought Tony Adams was probably safe as a third safety. I didn't think he would be a legit threat to start over Adrian Amos, who's been in the league a while. But, you know, Adrian Amos is kind of similar in Jordan Whitehead with Jordan Whitehead in terms of skill set, whereas I think Tony Adams is a little more of a traditional safety, not like an in-the-box type of guy. So he brings something a little different. He has some versatility. And he just made plays all camp. But uh, as of now, I think it's his job to lose. And that's, that's a really big jump for a guy who was an undrafted rookie last year. Are there any um, rookies or undrafted rookies that are that are popping in this camp that that you're taking a look at and saying, um, you know, this is somebody who's really uh, kind of jump, you know, kind of making making a big impression? Well, well, you mentioned Jason Brownlee earlier. I think he'd be the number one. Um, he made a lot of plays throughout camp. He's got good size and athleticism, and he's really impressed me so far. Um, no, otherwise, you know, Xavier Gibson's another receiver. He, he's had a really good return the other day. I think he's got some giftiness to him. And on defense, they have a defenseman named Deslin Alexander who's made a lot, made a lot of pressure in, uh, in camp with the third team and he'll, he'll push for a spot in the practice squad. Like those are the guys that jump out, I would say. And then on defense, we know that certainly, uh, Quinn and Williams, you know, what he's going to bring. But when we look at the rest and Sauce Gardner, we know those two are stars. We look at the rest of the defense. Who's somebody that you feel like if this defense is going to be a, you know, potentially a, a top three defense in the league, who has to have a great season? Um, you know, I, I think it starts up front. It's a defensive end group, which is very deep. I think they have a lot of high expectations. Of them. I think they need a guy like Carl Lawson to take the next step and uh being the player they paid, and I think Jermaine Johnson taking the next step as a first-round pick. Like it, I think these guys have the talent to be, you know, one of the best defensive end groups in the league. And if, if they can live up to that talent and get some pressure, and you know, take some pressure off of Quinn and Williams, I think that would be the key for this defense. Um. All right. Uh. Just overall, um, in terms of, I, I'll ask you a question that. I got asked this week, uh, this weekend at a party um, that I attended, which is in terms of the Jets and, you know, there's a difference between we, we see the optimism and certainly last year's roster, you put a quarterback on it, a potential playoff team. But in terms of this being a potential Super Bowl contender, are you buying or selling on, on that possibility? You know, I'm still kind of waiting to see. I lean towards buying. I just think they have the defense, and if that offensive line can just be okay, I, I, I do think Aaron Rodgers, um, I think he has the ability to play like he did a couple of years ago when he went MVP. So I, I do think, you know, if you look at quarterback, you look at defense, you look at the trenches, like they, they have the pieces to get there. It's just that offensive line is the ultimate X factor. Yeah, I said cautiously buying. Um, for exactly the, the yeah, offensive exactly. line, yeah. that's what worries me. I'm buying, but cautiously buying. I, I'm worried about the offensive line. All right, Zach Rosenblatt uh, from the Athletic covers the Jets, and they're in Canton, Ohio, for the Hall of Fame game. Appreciate the time. We'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, thanks, Lori. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.